0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC.
1: Screen and you might win a 65-inch flat screen TV. 501 263 for more information sponsored by Baptist Health.
0: Coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only casino resort. Now, here's Justin Akre and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% the zone at the Little Rock Touchdown Club is brought to you by Arkansas Urology, the state's leader for urological care. With unmatched expertise, state of the art facilities, and the latest technology, Arkansas Urology is well-equipped to provide world-class care for all Arkansans. Clinics now open in Benton, Conway, Little Rock, and North Little Rock. Learn more at ArkansasUrology.com. All right, back here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club.
2: And we are about to hear from, let's check inside. Cougars
3: are 3-0. No. No, that oh, is. We got 30 minutes.
2: Oh, cheap shot. Uh, yeah, Rex is uh, getting underway. So we're on uh, a pretty good pace here today. It's good. Give us a little time. Let's get to our entertainment report.
0: Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sward Gentleman's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell & Sward's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street.
2: Well, don't have to. Drew Barrymore has decided to pull the plug on our crappy talk show. Um, she said, I've listened to everyone. I'm making a decision to pause the show's premiere until the strike is over. I have no words to express my deepest apologies to anyone I've heard. Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, listen, of all the shows that don't need to be on, it's yours. Your show stinks, and I don't want to see it ever again. And I certainly don't think you should be uh, a s- strike scab to uh, put your dumb show on the air. Speaking of television, we got news. On Arkansas's airing of uh, the Texas A&M game, so I'm going to let this allow. I'm going to allow this one in the entertainment report. Right? It
3: is entertainment. It's a. It's a, It's what when you what need very, to be entertained? What very damn entertaining
2: time. last weekend was it? Nope. No. No. Uh,
3: a and M game will start at 11 o'clock. It will air on either ESPN or the SEC. 11 a.m.
2: 11 a.m. Well, self servingly, that is good news.
3: Why is that good news?
2: Because well, I can watch the whole thing. Oh, we play at seven o'clock central time in two weeks. So. Um, but not going to be good for most fans. Not going to be very happy about it. So just don't party too hard on Friday night, kids. Um, hey, kudos to Barbie, the film smashing box office records, and now has passed the billion dollar mark worldwide. Over 623 million at the domestic box office, over a billion worldwide. Joining, uh, let's see, a record previously held by the Avengers, 11th highest grossing movie of all time in North America. I don't know what. 623 minutes is the best, but uh, it will have surpassed Marvel's The Avengers. So I don't know if that makes it the top grossing all time in the United States. Anyway, very impressive. Uh, today's also National Cheeseburger Day. We're not eating cheeseburgers. We're eating uh, the food here at the Double Street. It's fantastic. Uh, but there are some specials around. Wes, your favorite, uh, Burger King's offering a free cheeseburger when you spend uh, a dollar or more today. <laughs> um, Dairy Queen is doing a free cheeseburger with any order of a dollar or more on the app. McDonald's, 50-cent double cheeseburger deal. What? Oh, you just peeked right up, didn't you? Hello? And Wendy's, one-cent junior bacon cheeseburger with any purchase in the app today until the 22nd. So, there you go. Take advantage of it. All right, let's do birthdays, and then we'll check inside here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Christian, we have tickets to give away, I understand, today.
1: Yes. Do you want to give away uh, UCA tickets or Burt Kreischer? Um,
2: let's do Burt Kreischer today. We can do some UCA tickets later in the week.
1: November 18th at Simmons Bank Arena.
2: All right. I love it. I would love to see him. Uh, I wish he would put his shirt on, but I would still like to go see him. He's a funny dude. All right. 661-1037. If you want to play a little birthday trivia today, 661-1037. First two callers in. We will get right to it. Pretty good uh, pretty good rundown today. Oh, Also, bad news over the weekend. Kind of sad. Hugh Jackman and his wife are divorcing. I didn't realize this. Uh, she is 67. He is 54. Hmm. Yeah. Did you see the picture of them? No. <sighs> well, what was it the thumper said? If you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all. So I don't think that I will, Wes. Okay. Um, they have two kids together 23 year old Oscar, 18 year old Ava. In our show prep here, it says that he's uh, been dogged by rumors of his personal life. I'm not going to go into it here, but you can look it up on your own. Anyway, um, Hugh Jackman on the the market again. Ray, you're going to be with uh, Christian, and
0: Lane, you're going to be with Wes.
2: All right? Ray and... All right. I'm ready to go when you are.
0: Let's roll. Birthday Trivia in the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton.
2: All right, this actor is an SNL alum. He was also a writer on the show. Jimmy Chase. Horrible Bosses, We're the Millers, Hall Pass. Mm. Millers. Jason Sudeikis? Jason Sudeikis, Christian. That's yeah. right. How old is he? Good. Jason Sudeikis, uh, ex-Olivia Wilde. That's right. He's uh, 48. He is. Bingo, bango. Good job. Uh, this woman is an actress. She is still married, despite uh, having an entanglement during her oh, relationship. Oh, Jada Pinkett Smith. That's right. Mm. How old is she? 52. Bingo, bango. Very Bam! This guy is an actor. He was in. uh, He played Father Noah Hardstep Rivers in Helltown on TV and the movies. He was also Beretta. Played Detective Stack. He also um, was accused of killing his wife, but was acquitted. He Um, was sitting in a car outside a restaurant. Oh. She's from Arkansas. She was. She's now.
4: I can't think of his name.
2: Uh, Happy birthday, Robert Blake. Unless uh, you're the family. Of uh, the woman that was murdered in the car, and people still blame me. I think, um, but not me. Uh, this guy won the to Tour de France kind of seven times. Lance Armstrong. Yeah, that's right. How old is he? He is Christian. Oh, Lance Armstrong is uh, fifty three. Nope, fifty four. Nope, fifty two. <sighs> uh, I wish we could play the clip. But we don't have time for it. It is this uh, former Croatians. Place. Well, I guess he's Croatian. Anyway, birthday. Ivon uh, Lindel played now basketball. Uh, Bulls, Sixers, Hawks, Bucks. Tony Kukoc. That's right. Tony Kukoc, Christian. Is how old today, Wes?
0: 49. No.
2: Tony is 51?
4: 55.
2: Um, I love the clip from Steve Kerr talking about Tony and him going to lunch on the day of a game and how he eats a ton of food and then he drinks a glass of wine and takes a big dump. Anyway, this Hall of Fame second baseman. Ryan Sandberg is correct, Wes. Wow. Very good, very good. You know, he uh, went to eight. He went eighty-nine straight games without an error, and for his career, he finished with a nine eighty-nine fielding percentage, which is the best of all time. Ooh. Pretty amazing. I know you're a big fielding guy. Uh, how old is Ryan Sandberg today? Ryan. Ryan. Fifty-five. Christian. Fifty-six. He's sixty-four. Oh. And last but not least, this former uh, Auburn coach and Ole Miss coach. Tommy Tuberville. And Tommy Tuberville is correct. How old? Christian?
1: Uh, Tommy is, isn't he like a senator or something like that? He is exactly like a senator. Um, He's 66.
2: Senator Tuberville is not 66. 67. He's 69. How are you? Uh, Ray, congratulations, buddy. Congratulations. You're going to see Burt... Kreischer, Bert Kreischer. Congratulations.
5: Let me check. That Peyton Hillis has not done an interview. No.
3: Still no. Uh, a couple notes from Sam Pittman's press conference. Yes, it's please. going on right now. Uh, and this is a quote from Coach Pittman. I don't know if Rocket is going to be able to play against LSU, Uh-oh. to be honest. Uh, we are going to get him out there right now, but we just don't know. Talking about practice today. Practice. Uh, the offensive line, quote, just has to play more it's consistent. <laughs> We probably need to move the pocket more. We just can't stand back there and let people blitz a thon or bowl us.
2: Oh, you mean the quarterback who is comfortable running around outside the pocket? You're going to get him outside the pocket. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Big fan. Big fan of the idea.
3: ooh, Brian Kelly says Greg Brooks is out this week. Ooh, dealing with the family matter. Nice. The former Razorback down at LSU.
2: Well, I hope uh, their quarterback has something going on too and can't make it because that will that would be
3: helpful to Arkansas. I Co- the ca- SEC player of the week? By the way, yeah, no shocker. There. Daniels.
2: Uh, A couple game balls I missed. Um, My buddy Steve sent these to me. Gavin Stone from Lake City, Arkansas, former UCA Bear. First career Major League Baseball save for the Dodgers. Three and a third innings pitched. One hit, no runs, five Ks. That's dominance. And Tyler Cleveland, who's from East End, was the winning pitcher for the Modesto Nuts, the A affiliate for Seattle in game one of the best of three California League Championship Series. Speaking of championship series, the Travelers are playing in the playoffs This week, they open in Springfield, I believe. Mm. We're going to have Stephen Davis on there, play-by-play man, later this week. (laughs) I hear clapping.
5: So, Hunter, I wanted to compliment both you and Kevin. So, last year, I was honored to be the... uh, the, the Sorry,
2: we don't have time to listen to Hunter because David's talking about himself. So, we'll get to Hunter whenever he... They get around to it, I guess. Yes, sir.
3: Nick Saban says Jalen Milrow has earned the opportunity to be A or Alabama's starting quarterback against Ole Miss.
2: Well, he definitely can't play for A and M. They um, played
3: three quarterbacks against South Florida, and apparently none of them were very good. Oh. that's why Arkansas is going to go over to Alabama did, and win in a couple of weeks. Did
2: Milrow play against South Florida? I'm yes. st- no, no, think he started. No, he started the other start game. Start, You're yeah. right. You're right. Because uh, he
1: was considerably, from... he's considerably better than those other two guys, and that's saying a lot.
2: Yeah, the kid he started, I heard, was awful. I didn't see him.
3: Yeah. Trey Schaap tweeted out Sam Pittman admits that KJ was a little banged up going into the BYU game. Oh, great. I'm sure he's feeling just dandy now.
5: Introduce uh, Kevin, I mean, I'm sorry, Hunter. Is it we, you know, I try to.
3: Okay. Well, we'll get
2: to it here. Anything else? I'm sure we've got some uh, some live fan feedback from Asher Wrecker Service. Uh, Bob says, Jackson Robinson from the Hogs basketball team transferred to BYU. No mission required, and their code for students is no different than going to a place like Harding. I'm not making fun, Bob. I'm just saying it is a little more arduous than it is going to a public institution. I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying. And the other thing is, too, and somebody told me this about Harding a long time ago. You know what you're getting into. If you go there, you know what you're getting into. So it's not like it's a huge deal. We may consider it a burden. Would I want to go to a school where I couldn't have a drink? No. Do I want to go to a school where I can't have... No, I don't. But you know what? A lot of kids are cool
3: with that, and that's good. Good for them. I'm cool that my daughter's going to one of those. Pepperdine is a Church of Christ school. That's right. It's alcohol-free on campus. So Got that right. I'm, uh, I'm, that's good. Marcus says, we have
2: fallen back to terrible tackling. I feel we have gotten better over the past couple of seasons, but now back to arm tackling and not swarm tackling. You know, we're usually talking about the defensive coordinator, but uh, Clint was kind of praising the defense even though they gave up 38 points this week. Short field. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I I looked
5: at two. Uh, always, you know, Who, uh, sorry, (laughs) I'm getting emotional about that. Just a a good guy, you know. Wow, what was that about? I don't know.
2: I don't know if he's starting or not. I don't know if he's talking to, uh, just want to recognize him.
5: Okay, you know, I know Hunter. I know a lot of people said, Would Hunter come?
2: Well, all right, should we go in there? You want the lead up? Okay, there we go. Hunter, you're here at the little architectural club.
5: Thank you, Arkansas Urology. We all have. Uh, so without further ado, Steve Sullivan from KTV, would you please introduce our guest speaker today, Hunter Yurchak.
2: So I'm thrilled now to officially introduce our...
5: Okay, I just lied. Uh, we're not doing that. Anyway... You don't want to watch the video? Nah, no, the, the
2: videos. I like the videos.
3: Uh, game ball to Hessen-Kerstadt had his first hit over the weekend, and it was a home run. Ball traveled 419 feet, according to Paul in Lake Village. This guy just says on uh, Twitter, Orgal... Just saw on Twitter that Rockets supposed
2: to be the RB1 against LSU this weekend.
3: That's the depth chart that they released, and it hasn't changed over the last month. I, I pull it up, and I don't know why I look, just in case it, excuse me is a change, but there's been zero changes.
2: Um, Jamie says, I was at the game the other night, and believe me, there are plenty of Mormons that drink beer. One guy behind us spent at least 100 bucks on it during the game. <laughs> well, this guy's a BYU fan. doesn't mean he's a, he's a Mormon. Uh, massive jockstrap to the LSU-Mississippi State officials for calling targeting on Mississippi State D-back that hit uh, the quarterback face mask up in the left pectoral. Perfect tackle, in my opinion. Oh, his face mask hit the pectoral muscle. That is a weird one to call. But the top of the
3: helmet probably grazed his chin, and so they called targeting.
2: Um, Rebecca says, Harding and OBU aren't the only schools in Arkansas who are undefeated. The school across from OBU is still undefeated, and it would be nice if HSU was mentioned. Fine, Rebecca. Jeez, why are you to be so negative? What the hell is winning time, says Ben and Bryant. That's when BYU plays at Arkansas. Oh, too soon. Oh, come on. No, that's, uh, that's the show about
3: the Lakers from back in the day. You know, Showtime. The Showtime Lakers. A buddy of mine that's inside there just sent me a text and said that uh, BYU is a nine-and-a-half-point underdog against Kansas this week. Yeesh. T-U-K. All right.
2: Hunter, your check here at the Little Touchdown Club.
4: Well, Sully, thank you for that uh, great introduction. And I really thought I had a handle on showing up at the Touchdown Club after wins. Kevin and I worked tirelessly to schedule the right dates for this after 29 years of experience. But I have endured coming here after Colorado State and North Texas, so I think I'll be fine today. Um, I got multiple texts this morning. They really think you guys are a tough crowd wishing me good luck hoping I would survive today's <laughs> touchdown club meeting. I even got a message from Jay Billis wishing me good luck this morning. <laughs> Some of you may get that. <laughs> and of course we got a big week ahead of us as we go to Death Valley. LSU did not look good this weekend and they 40... What, did they, what was a win by a lot. was a lot. We'll get to that in just a minute. And, uh, David, you know, I must tell you, each year I look at the lineup of speakers and it blows me away the caliber of people that uh, you're able to get Hall of Fame coaches, players, broadcasters every week. And then you supplement that with an AD uh, occasionally. And, but being included among this group of prestigious people across uh, college athletics and professional sports uh, sometimes can go to a man's head because I'm included in that group and I admit I started feeling myself a little bit and um, I've been married now for 30 years and sometimes you know I gotta let my wife know how good I really am and so I said sweetheart last night when I was preparing for this I said do you know what Laura Rutledge, Peyton Manning, Tony Dorsett and Jim McMahon and Hunter Urchek all have in common she of course she had no idea where I was going today so I said we are all headliners at the Little Rock Touchdown Club she said paused and I knew something smart was coming smart Alec, that was. Um, She said, you know what the five of you do not have in common? And I said, what is that, sweetheart? She said, what David's paying all of you to come speak at the Touchdown Club. (laughs)
5: Because I give free speeches for David.
4: (laughs) Uh, Next week, as David mentioned, former Razorback and a true hero, Peyton Hillis. What a remarkable story that I know he will tell. So hopefully uh, you will come and listen to him and Unfortunately, not all the news in a Razorback family has been uplifting over the past five or six months. In the spring, we lost Chris Smith, and in the summer, we lost one of our signees, Deion Stutz, and then Razorback legends Ryan Mallett and Alex Collins, and I, I know we miss each of them, and uh, we're spending time throughout the course of our football season honoring each of them and their families. And. We're also grieving the loss of another dear friend of the Razorback family. In fact, the last time I was here, Keith Stokes was sitting in this audience. And it's hard to imagine our live mascot program without Keith and the Stokes family. And I'm so happy that Julie and Chip and Abby and their entire family um, have continued to take on Keith's legacy, and they've been in Fayetteville the last two weekends, and please keep that family and your thoughts and prayers moving forward, because that's not easy for them to do uh, following the loss of their father and husband. And I'd also be remiss if I didn't recognize another Razorback Great and congratulate our friend Kevin Scanlon on a couple of upcoming honors. Later this month, he's being recognized by the Burlesworth Foundation as their Legend of the Year, and he will also be inducted into the Southwest Conference Hall of Fame. And speaking of upcoming honors, David, I was thinking of your upcoming personal milestone and it made me start to think of great things related to the number 60. 60 seconds in a minute, 60 minutes in a college football game. David mentioned 60 sponsors today. (laughs) The Razorbacks won a football championship in 1964, and that is our golden era of football. And just before that national championship was won in 64, one David Basil was born in October, October 13th yes. of 1963. You'll be 60, David, is that correct?
5: Yes, it is. And so in
4: celebration of your golden era...
0: <laughs> oh, Lord, oh. <laughs>
4: Happy birthday, David. (laughs) Do we have a touchdown club event on that day, the 13th, or are you off that day? I think we're off. Okay. Well, in all seriousness, as I enter uh, my sixth year as a director of athletics at the University of Arkansas, it is truly an honor and a privilege for me to serve in this role because of the people across this state And how they support our entire Razorback athletic program. Um, It is special to sit in the chair that I sit whether you're coming off of a win or a loss because of the people that support our program. And we've had a really incredible five-year run in the Razorback athletic program. We finished 7th, 8th, and 13th in the Learfield Directors Cup standings in the past three years. The Learfield Directors' Cup standings, if you're not familiar with that, takes 350 Division I schools and gives you points for how each of your top 20 sports finish nationally on an annual basis. Stanford traditionally wins that because they have 33 sports. They throw their bottom 13 out and they take their top 20 into this metric. We only have 19 sports at the University of Arkansas. So if you compare us to schools that have 19 or fewer sports, we would have finished number one in the country each of those three years. During that same five-year period, we've won 31 SEC sports among 11 different sports programs. We have 19 sports, 11 have won SEC championships. 31 during that five-year period is more than any other SEC program. During that same time period, we've won six national championships. We've had 11 top 10 national finishes, 16 top 25 national finishes. All 19 of our sports programs have gone to postseason play at least one time. We've won two bowl games. Our men's basketball program has been to the Elite Eight twice and the Sweet 16 once. Our women's basketball, uh, women's soccer team has been to two soccer Elite Eights and one Sweet Sixteen. We've been to two College World Series. We've had All-America selections, SEC Players of the Year, SEC Coaches of the Year, National Players of the Year, National Coaches of the Year, and during the 21-22 season, we're the only athletic program in the country that won a bowl game, sent a team to the Men's Basketball Elite Eight, and a team to the College World Series. And I also want to brag about our student-athletes in the classroom during that same five-year period. They have maintained a cumulative GPA of 3.2, and 97% of our student-athletes during that five-year period who have exhausted their athletic eligibility as Razorbacks have left the university with a degree. And now I believe, uh, David, we've got a video. So before we start talking about 23-24, I invite you to look at the video screen as we take uh, some looks at those wins and championship moments from the past year. So the 23-24 season is off to a great start. We have five fall sports currently competing, and four of those five teams are ranked nationally, beginning with our cross-country team. Our men are ranked 19th, and our women are 20th, both when their opening meet at Oklahoma State. Our soccer team is currently ranked 11th in the country. They started SEC play Friday night with a 3-1 win over Tennessee, and they're looking for their third consecutive Elite Eight appearance, and they currently have a 5-2-1 record. Our volleyball program is currently ranked 16th in the country. Their RPI has climbed to 9th in the country. This is the highest... Program uh, ranking since 1999. They have a record of 10 and 2. Both of those losses coming to number one ranked Wisconsin. One of those was a five set loss before a record crowd at Barnhill Arena, which was rocking that night for a volleyball program. And I know everybody wants to know better football program, right, David? They're two and one. <laughs> Uh, A few weeks ago we had the honor to help celebrate the 75th anniversary of War Memorial Stadium with their season opening win over Western Carolina and it was indeed great to be back in Central Arkansas and we appreciate the staff and team at War Memorial Stadium for hosting us. We followed that up with a win over Kent State last week in Fayetteville and then Saturday night we had just an incredible environment and what was really a roller coaster game where we got up 14 to nothing quick. Uh, with some explosive plays and encouraging to see the energy Isaiah Satania can bring to our special teams then we fell behind 21-14 went up 31-21 and ended up losing uh, 38-31 to with a chance to win on that last drive we got a tough road ahead of us starting in Death Valley Saturday night against a very good LSU team then we go on the road in a neutral site game to play Texas A&M in and Dallas and then we go to Old Miss and then we go to Alabama. No, the athletic director did not create that schedule for our football program. So People say, what's the matter with their football program? Quite honestly, I don't know that anything's a matter with their football program, but just normal football issues. Um, We have, absolutely, we have some inexperience on our offensive line. Everybody says, well, Sam Pittman is an offensive line coach. Well, he knows how to coach an offensive line, but he can't coach experience. We lost three key members off of our offensive line uh, last year. Ricky Stromberg, who's playing for the Commanders. Dalton Wagner, a left tackle, who is in a pro camp and then Luke Jones those three guys took up a lot of snaps we have returners but we have three guys we've been interchanging uh, we had both one that was hurt the first game not making excuses but you can't coach experience and so they are learning people say what's the matter with KJ nothing's a matter with KJ KJ had one offensive coordinator uh, his first three years at the University of Arkansas he's learning about Dan Enos, Dan Enos is learning about KJ I think you'll see that start to come together our team and our coaches are going to continue to prepare and they're going to continue to play hard there's one thing you can't take away from those young men on that field they played hard for 60 minutes on Saturday and they will continue to play hard for 60 minutes for the remaining nine games we had this year again we're only three games into the season we have a lot of momentum coming off of last season um, going to two consecutive bowl wins we've had incredible crowds here in Little Rock in Fayetteville, there's nothing wrong with our football program, other than we lost 38-31 to a good BYU team Saturday night at home, and we will bounce back. I think you'll see us play really well Saturday at LSU, but we gotta—that's going to be a really tough task for us going down there and playing them at night under the lights. But you know what happened last time we went down there? We left with the boot. We left with the boot. So. All right, David, I think you've got some
5: questions for
4: me. Fire yeah, we'll, away. We'll, uh,
5: we'll start with, uh, you know, you've been around, Yeah, you know, this is year number six. This, this is right year, year six, yep. Year six. So you've been through the negative. You know, obviously there were some negative times. So how different is it, uh, you know, we, we get to see him come into the press conference room after a game. You go into the locker room with the players. The difference between when you win and lose, how it affects players, coaches, fans, and how you had to deal with that as an AD. Sure, I I can promise you Saturday night
4: after the game, for as upset you think you may have been or other fans across this state, there was nobody more upset than our players and our coaches at losing that game. You, You don't even understand, you can't come close to understanding the hard work that those young men put in, the hard work that our coaches put in to prepare. They get to play 12 times and they had an opportunity Saturday night to win in front of an incredible Atmosphere um, at Razorback Stadium. It's so just an incredibly electric atmosphere, sold out, people were tailgating all day. It, it's tough. And so Sam Pittman and I spent a lot of time after the game just talking. Um, I call him up on Sunday morning to talk some more after he's had a chance to look at the film. And then I'll go over to practice today and
5: uh, love up on our players a little bit uh, after practice. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, yeah it It's a different ball game you've been in the game for a while in the athletics business. you know now you have players you're getting paid you know you have social media where people can go after individual players. I saw a little bit. I don't know if you, how many of you saw that, but there were fans that went after particular players on this team and um just a different different game than it used to be. You know do you think that's a healthy thing? How do you think the players adjust to that, and what's your advice to to kids, you got a future back here that's going to have to deal with those kind of things in the future. Sure. Yeah. I, first of all, I don't think there's
4: anything healthy about social media. Um, I really don't. I mean, we, we tell our young men that uh, stay off of that after wins and stay off of it after losses because um, you, you know what people are saying about you in the wins and what they're saying about you in the losses. That doesn't matter. It's really what uh, those people in that locker room are saying first and foremost. Now, name, image, and likeness. Uh, name, image, and likeness as it was intended. Um, is a really good thing. If you are a young man or young woman, a collegiate student-athlete, and your name has a value to a business product or service and they want to use you to endorse that business product or service with your name, image, or likeness, that's a positive and that's the good part of NIL that student-athletes should have an opportunity uh, to benefit from. What has crept in very quickly, um, and we didn't get guardrails up as an organization is the collective part of NIL and that's where uh, donors are pooling their resources and they are paying uh, student athletes to do very little or no work um, in return to participate in a sport or come to an institution to participate in the sport and that's the part of NIL uh, that is as an industry that we've got to get our arms around and that's not positive, it's not positive within the locker rooms, it's not positive for administrators,
5: it's not positive for coaches. Do you see a, it's a great question, Do you, I mean, what's a possible solution? How, how do you attack that?
4: Yeah, I mean, a possible solution, and we're working hard, um, is right now we have, within the SEC footprint, all 11, us, uh, 11 of us have gone, 11 institutions have gone to their legislative bodies and worked on separate NIL laws from state to state that vary just a little bit. So now what you have is... 50 states that have their own NIL laws makes it very hard for conferences in the NCAA to manage, and so now we're taking that next step and looking for federal legislation for from Congress, and that's really the way we're going to get our arms around this.
5: Um, I was going to ask, you know, it's a big challenge with with transfer portal and uh, NIL and all that. Yeah, De- Deion Sanders, who you interviewed actually for the job a few years ago, has come out and said the same things you did about how the challenges of that. What about what we saw this weekend? This is, looks like you, know, you see some teams you normally not see struggling. Do you think the, the transfer portal has started to trickle-down effect for schools across the country where there's a bit more parity because of that? Absolutely. I think there's going to be parity throughout
4: college football moving forward that you may not have that dominant team that stays dominant for a decade because uh, young men um, in college football specifically they work really hard and they want that reward of being on the field and getting to play. I mean it's tough to be a practice player because you, you do the exact same thing that every other player in that roster does, but you don't get the reward on Saturday. And so uh, if you're gonna work that hard, you wanna find a place that's gonna give you that reward of competing in games on a Saturday. And so I think you're seeing that players are not gonna sit out and grow and build in any one program for for two or three years and wait for their opportunity to play, that if they don't play at a certain place after their
5: freshman year, they're gonna move on and find a place that they can play. If you're in radio in Central Arkansas, if you want to get the phones ringing, you throw out one you throw out one topic, and that's you know games in Fayetteville, games in Little Rock. Uh, where do you stand on War Memorial Stadium? Obviously, we play a game here this year. Yeah. You've got a contract. What what are your thoughts about the future of that relationship? Yeah, well,
4: we have two games uh, on our schedule. Uh, 2024, we play uh, UA Pine Bluff. Chris, are you here? Chris, there you go. There, Chris, stand up. Chris, i the AD at uh, UA Pine Bluff. We play them on. So we play them in 2024, and uh, we play another team at the eastern part of the state in 2025. Arkansas State for the first time ever um, and then what's happening within the SEC in our scheduling model is right now uh, we have eight games but we are evaluating and debating a ninth game and does that ninth conference game also include a power five requirement which then would have ten games and um, we won't have decided what that looks like and probably until next spring and so uh, we're going to evaluate what that scheduling model looks like is it nine SEC games plus a power five requirement and then we'll evaluate what our relationship and partnership. And what games will be played in Little Rock moving forward so we're okay through 24 and 25. We have games here. obviously played a game there this year and see, we'll see what 26 and beyond looks like once the SCC gets schedule gets set.
5: You know football is the, is the bell cow for money for most all football programs. You, you, you mentioned 19 sports that we have here and um, but you, you you look at all the other sports. matter of fact, Judy Henry, you were a gymnast. Uh, Betsy Burles Arnold, who was Burleson, was the first basketball scholarship player. Um, h- how do you think the you know the rest of the the other sports as it relates to football? I mean, how do you think the health of those sports are currently in college sports with NIL and and uh, money as well? The transfer portal. Sure. Uh,
4: I can't speak uh, at other institutions but we have made a commitment to having a broad-based successful athletic program. We have 19 sports programs, 465 student-athletes and I sit in front of them and tell them that I want all 19 sports programs and 465 student-athletes to have a chance to earn their degree and have a chance to compete for and win championships as a student-athlete at the University of Arkansas. We've made that commitment. Now what what that said As David mentioned, our football program is responsible for for roughly 75% of our current $150 million operating budget. 75%. And so what I tell our other 18 coaches is that our football program needs to be healthy for us to have success across all 19 sports, and so I make make a decision that you think, well, you just care about football. Well, I care about all of our sports, and I better care about football to make sure that all 19 of them are healthy. And so we've made that commitment, and that's reflective in our Learfield Directors Cup standings, and reflective in the 31 SEC championships that we've won among 11
5: sports in the last five years. You mentioned, yeah, worth a round of applause for that, for sure. Uh, You mentioned social media. Our athletic director is not scared to be engaged on social media. Back on August 13th, you had written a a guest editorial in the Democrat Gazette. Uh, And uh, Jay Billis, who is a very outspoken uh, broadcaster, former player at North Carolina, uh, said this. The latest Doomsday prediction, they said the same thing about food, stipends, and any other athlete benefits. Of course, we need old guardrails for salaries, staff size, facilities, or anything else. Only athletes must be limited. Nonsense. So that was what Jay Billis posted. You came back and said, at my personal expense, inviting Jay Billis to spend a day with me in Fayetteville, full transparency on our revenues and expenses for our Razorback uh, Athletic Program. If you're going to make a seven-figure salary covering college athletics, you should probably be educated on college athletics. So uh, I wanted to hear what has happened since then. Did you get a response from Jay Billis to that, that tweet? So now you understand that Jay Billis
4: Wishing me good luck earlier today, that joke. Um, nothing has happened. Uh, I think uh, my son told me that Jay Billis did respond, but he hasn't taken me up on his offer. And look, I, I don't have anything against Jay Billis personally, uh, but I want Jay Billis professionally or any uh, member of the media uh, to be well informed about college athletics because that's where I think we have fell short fallen short as directors of athletics is really telling our story and being very transparent about where this money goes because we have a hundred and fifty million dollar budget and about 40 million of that is in payroll expenses. So there's $110 million that we reinvest into the lives of our student athletes, whether that's scholarships, whether that's meals, whether that's travel, whether that's equipment, whatever the case may be, that's invested into our student athletes. Our student athletes, every team has their own athletic trainer, their own strength and conditioning coach, they have mental health professionals. We have an incredible team of doctors that we pay all their medical expenses from UAMS. Um, There's not anything our student-athletes need, but if we have to start revenue sharing in college athletics, you know what we're going to pull back on is the services that we provide to our student-athletes, like the mental health professionals, like the food, like the way they travel, like the equipment that we get. So we can share revenue with student-athletes, but in the end, that's going to hurt the student-athletes collegiate experience. And I just want Jay Billis and other members of the media that don't understand that to better understand that so they can help us with their narrative.
2: All right, we got to hit a timeout, 1245. That is Hunter Urechek here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Had a good visit with him ourselves earlier today as well. If you missed it, pretty good stuff. we got a few other things to touch on. We'll wrap things up here at the Little Rock Touchdown Club. Again, thank you to Arkansas Urology. I want to also thank our friends over at Max Prairie Wings, and you will be too. So if you're ready to do a little shopping and get ready for fall, Max is here to help. The fall extravaganza about to be underway. It's Fall Fest at Max Prairie Wings. Back with their biggest event of the season. It's September 28th, 10 days from today, until October 1st. Four days only, you can take advantage of tax-free savings. On top of great sale pricing, both in-store and online at maxpw.com. Guns, ammo, bows, waders, decoys, all kinds of clothes. Look, deer season, duck season will be here pretty soon. Get yourself set up and do it tax-free. And with a purchase over $99, bucks, they are going to ship it to you for nothing. That's a deal. That's Max Prairie Wings, folks. Your one-stop shop for savings on all things outdoors. And, of course, we've got uh, archery season about to open as well. So all your essentials, both in-store and online. MaxPW.com. Arrows, targets, accessories, everything you need to hit your mark when you're out in the woods this fall. So get down to Max Prairie Wings or go to their website, MaxPW.com, and get yourself a deal. Tax-free, September 28th to October 1, even on sale priced items it's a deal we're back after this in the zone oh, no.
3: tune in to hear what the head hog has to say each wednesday with the sam Pittman show brought to you by chris crane hyundai of conway arkansas's number one hyundai dealer
0: Sports Center.
4: It was an up-and-down Saturday for teams across the natural state in Division I college football. First, the Arkansas Razorbacks dropped their first game of the season as the BYU Cougars beat them in Fayetteville 38-31. The Hogs will turn around
6: this week and face off against the LSU Tigers, who are 18-point favorites already. UCA
4: also took an L this weekend, but not a bad one. 49-31 at the Fargo Dome against the number two-ranked team in FCS, the North Dakota State Bison. They'll return back to Arkansas next week when they host Abilene Christian. Arkansas State is on the board with a win this year. They
6: end up beating Stony Brook to get their first victory of the season. And also UAPB picked up a win
1: 21-20 over Miles this weekend as well. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. The Ford President's Award is given to dealerships that offer outstanding customer service. Mark McClarty Ford has won it three years in a row. Every day, the team works overtime, so your customer experience is legendary. Right now, get the brand-new Ford Edge for just $29,997. And take a whopping $8,000 off brand-new Ford F-150s. Better prices, even better customer service. Visit Mark McClarty Ford today, off Highway 67 and at markmclartyford.com. This is a public service announcement for hard seltzer lovers. Neutral Vodka Seltzer has arrived. Made with simple ingredients like vodka, seltzer, and real juice. Neutral tastes good, like real good. So good that you'll never want to drink another artificial tasting seltzer again. Neutral's light and refreshing taste will show you what a vodka seltzer can be. Try Neutral, the one with the umlaut. Copyright 2023 Neutral, Distilled Spirit Specialty, Los Angeles, California. Enjoy responsibly. This is Pat Bradley for Brewskies. Don't miss a single NFL game this week. Monday night, the Bills take on the Jets. Quarterback showdown, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers. Thursday night, it's the Vikings versus Eagles. Jalen Hurts look to stay in championship form. Sunday, the full schedule, 13 NFL games. Gridiron brunch and Sunday fun day drink specials start at 11 a.m. and next Monday it's a double header: Monday night football, Saints vs. Panthers and Browns vs. Steelers. Brewskies, you home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. From sales, service, parts, and rental equipment, River Valley Tractor does it all and does it right. Your leading Kubota dealer is right around the corner with five locations throughout Central Arkansas. River Valley Tractor, serving Central Arkansas in Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff. Work smarter this year, not harder, with River Valley Tractor. Online at rivervalleytractor.com. River Valley Tractor, closer than you think. 70.
0: In a world of inflated car payments and sky high interest, Guadney Buick GMC next to Sam's in North Little Rock is taking their inventory to the
2: nines. Call 501-945-4444. Get Sierra 1500 with the 5.3 V8 engine at just 0.9%. Plus, Guadney will double
0: down with an additional 3250 off when trading in a 2009 or newer vehicle. Guadney Buick GMC hasn't left out SUVs. Get 2023 GMC Terrain
2: at just 1.9% or 2024 Buick Encore GX at just 2.9%. And if you haven't noticed, the holidays are coming. So why not get
0: all the way to 2024 with no payments for the rest of the year? Guadney Buick, GMC, 5700 Landers Road in North Little Rock. Call 501-945-4444. Guadney Buick, GMC.com. GMC, we are professional brand. All offers with approved credit.
6: Guadney for Buick, Guadney for GMC, Guadney for
1: life
0: you're listening to the dumbest radio show in america
1: hey shots it's actually after 10 a.m. now my apologies
0: you're listening to the smartest radio show in america the zone with justin Acre and westmore is back
2: wrap things up from the Little rock touchdown club show after is pretty smart too john neighbors and joe franklin bringing you out of bounds on the buzz, John. What's up? How are you doing? Come, come back to the station afterwards. I'd like to come over and give you a hug when it's all over. Well, you know,
6: between the, the loss for the Razorbacks and, you know, the Aaron Rodgers news from last week, you know, it's it's pretty fun that I can have my two favorite teams really get a setback, you know, in this early part of the season. So, well, I
2: you feel know. like we should round out your week and make uh, three a charm, and I'll kick you in the groin. How about that?
6: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's my, it might as well be that case, but... No, I, I obviously was very upset and very disappointed and very angry about some of the things that happened, which I know we'll talk about today. But uh, I still am looking at it as a, you know, things with being a long season, there is some possibilities that it could turn around, but it's just really hard to be optimistic about it.
2: Yeah, I think they'll probably still win eight games, though. No doubt in my mind. Well, if they, yeah, if they win eight games, then, man. Like, I'll take
3: eight right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah sign, sign well. me up.
6: I'll t- I think in, I'm feeling seven at this point in time, but eight, yeah, that's that's considered to be a huge turnaround for Pittman. I
2: mean, honestly, I'd be happy with six at this point. Just If they don't make a – I mean, I don't know. Everybody's chalking this one up, so I don't know. Uh, a couple things here on our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Um, can you let Hunter know I don't like the war on cash The UAs decided to participate in? I now buy no or as little concessions as possible due to this change. I hope they'll go back to accepting cash. Number one, they don't care about you buying sodas or waters at the games. Number two, there's no way in hell they're going back to cash. And it's not a war on cash. It's just more practical. I don't understand why any business doesn't use credit cards exclusively if you can get away with it. Mm-hmm. Because you can track the... Uh, Nobody's stealing credit cards. Well, at least it's a lot harder to do. Let's just say it that way. Right. Um, There are no 20s that get slipped in the pocket. Ben says, uh, John says seven, which means we win four. I don't think John's being overly optimistic. Uh, Justin, you can put lipstick on a turd and it still smells like crap. Um, Bobby Joe, I don't know why I would ever put lipstick on a turd. That's a weird thing to do. So... John's still at 7. Yeah, that might be a question for later in the week. Our question of the day today is, what was uh, what was the best thing you saw in the game on Saturday, John? And don't say that it finally came to a, an end. Uh, I I mean, Isaiah Centena,
6: whenever he's yep. actually on the field, looks to be, uh, to me, the, the best part of it. And uh, Sam Pittman talked with the media today, and he, he spoke a little bit more about getting him involved and yep. what that means. So he, Sounds me, like he
2: just best. went sterner. He took the positive and made it negative. You're like, but he's not in the game enough.
6: Yeah, I mean, that's because that's kind of what what it's all about like i I would say that and also i I really like the defense and you know 30 everyone sees 38 points Like oh the defense sucks I'm like man you have like 248 yards (laughs) of offense Mm -hmm. it's a solid group they did their job it's just every single mistake or every single like 50 50 thing that could have gone either way it went against you and you you made major mistakes that cost you the game at the end it's frustrating
2: um i'm gonna make a crazy prediction okay and some people might, might consider this crazy, but I, I think a lot of people will. I think they're going to win one of their next four games, at least. I don't think they're going to go and 4
6: That's how I look at it, too.
2: Yeah, I think they may go 1-3. Um, A&M's winnable. LSU's tough, but winnable. Uh, even...
3: Al- what are you shaking your head at? You could win any of these games. You could win. You could beat A&M.
4: You could beat Ole Miss.
3: <laughs> hey, even Alabama. This is the worst Alabama team they've played in a long time. Yep. You have
4: confidence uh, uh, in Arkansas going into
3: Alabama and winning the game? Sh- mm. Shocked I don't. if they beat LSU. Yeah, I would be, I'd be very surprised.
6: Yeah, that would be the worst thing ever is that they go 1-3 and three in this next four-game stretch, and that one win is against Alabama on the road. Y- that would make me mad. Su-
2: okay, you'd be more surprised if they beat Alabama than if they beat LSU.
6: I'd be, I'd be more, more surprised if they
2: beat LSU. Yes. Okay, interesting. Yes. yes. All
6: right. Yeah, I'm probably right. there, too. Yeah.
2: All right. Well, a couple weeks ago, you guys were all ready to trash LSU. So, we'll see. Not you. You love LSU, but... Well, who, what, they had a game. Well, the Florida State game. Yeah. Florida State's good. Florida State. And it was a close Are game they? at the half. And guess what? They almost lost this weekend to Boston College. So stuff happens. It's college football. Stay tuned, people. But we they, have games to play. They won. By that, two. That's the difference. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, John, let's go. What do you got today?
6: Uh, Well, today's a Reaction Monday, presented by Fleet Management Services, so we're going to react to everything over uh, the weekend of sports and Sam Pimino at the media today, so we're going to have some things to play for you from that. Some updates on Rockets, as well as K.J. Jefferson going into the game injured against BYU. So we'll we'll dive into that and look around the NFL, do best and worst of the weekend, so it's going to be a great show. We're very
2: concerned about their purchases being tracked. I I don't really care, personally, but um, I'm glad. I'm glad that you... Sorry, you guys aren't able to pay in cash at the ballgames, but... Start sneaking your flask in like I do. It's way easier. I don't know what you guys are doing anyway.
0: Football fans, tailgate season is here, which means it's time to score touchdowns and savings for your vehicle. At All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros, we offer incredible deals and service like your daddy used to get, with the financing options that fit your budget. With our team by your side, you'll get MVP service along with the traction and confidence you need to stay on the road. Visit us online today at allabouttireandbrake.com. All About Tire and Brake Tire Pros. Love the drive we